Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I have so many friends who are in the dating pool. And although I've been married for the last few years, I live through my friends who are dating. I love hearing about their experiences. And I always loved dating. Can we just like not talk about dating being hard and negative? Because I think it's really positive and it's fun to go out and meet people and see who you click with. So on the topic of dating, we all know someone who has met their person on Match. Match believes the most important relationship is with yourself. So in a world where you can choose to do anything or anyone, choose you first. Because dating someone who knows what they want and won't settle for less, that is sexy as hell. So Match's latest study of over 5,000 U.S. singles says there's a new triple threat on the dating horizon, which is therapy, self-care, and emotional maturity. And I, for one, couldn't agree more. So 87% of singles say it's important for their partner to prioritize their mental health and 81% report they engage in self-care at least monthly. So I wanted to talk about this because self-care is what this podcast is all about. Even talking to today's guest, Teresa, is self-care. So if you do you, you already know the best relationships show up when you show up for yourself first. And I can talk about that from firsthand experience because when I fell in love with myself, that's when I finally was able to meet Jonathan, my now husband, to get in the energy that's required to be with that person that you love. So there has never been a better time to try Match. Download the Match app today. Can't wait to hear what you think. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balance Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, and welcome back to the Balance One Podcast, Soul on Fire. Today is a truly manifested episode. There is no way that I could have ever guessed that someone who's been inspiring me on TV since 2009, Teresa Caputo, the Long Island medium, would ever be on my podcast. And today she is. And this episode did not disappoint. So if you're new to the podcast, I'll just give you a little rundown. We talk about everything here on this show from spirituality to psychic awakening to angels and aliens, plant medicine, the list goes on. We also talk about very human things like nutrition and health and wellness and all of that jazz. But if you're new here, the reason that I say this is because to have a medium on the show is not only my dream because it's 
epic to talk to mediums, especially mediums as famous and well-known and talented as Teresa, but also because I myself have been honing these gifts for many years. And that's what we talk about in all of the solo podcast episodes. So this is like having a mentor and just this truly gifted angel on the show today. And so many things happened that we couldn't have planned. And I don't even want to tell you what they are because the shock of them was so special and so, oh my God, just so truly indicative of her gift. So something cool about Teresa, which you'll quickly realize, is that it doesn't really matter who she's talking to. What really matters is who else is in the room. And she's going to pick up on spirits whether they are for the person that she's talking to or someone else in the room or someone nearby. And that's a true medium. So as opposed to someone else, like if you're a skeptic out there and you think mediums are just like, oh, your grandmother is coming through. She's so proud of you. Let's just say Teresa is the opposite of that. And the people that I thought were going to come through in this reading didn't come through because who actually came through really needed to come through. And one of those people was for me and one of them was for someone else in the room. And it was just so far beyond what I could have imagined and what I could have hoped for for this episode. And the reason why I love to share mediums who talk to realms beyond is because I really want to inspire people to think bigger about the world and to know that this realm isn't the only realm out there. We joke on this podcast all the time that I'm not from here. We even made not from here sweatshirts and TBB merch, which you can find at the link in the show notes. But the joke extends so far beyond me and really extends to our whole entire community and then some, which is that none of us are from here. We're all from everywhere and we all come back and we travel in soul families. And I believe in eternal lifetimes and eternal souls. And I believe that we're reunited with our loved ones on the other side and that there is a heaven. And I say this in a very non-secular way. Whatever you believe in, we appreciate, we value. I'm open to all opinions all the time. But in this episode, we're sharing ours and we're sharing our spirituality and our hot take on talking to spirits in the realm beyond. And who better to have here than Teresa Caputo, the Long Island medium, to teach us A, how we can channel, B, how she started opening up to channel, and C, the many different ways that that can happen. So I had a question for her, which we'll get to in this episode, but like something that people ask me all the time, which was also a question that I ask other mediums is, can I come to you with someone specific? Like if a friend of mine has a loved one who has passed and they say, I really want to talk to that person, can you just start talking to that person point blank. And her answer to that question was really insightful and really helped me and made me feel like my gift is more legitimate because it is hard for me to call upon someone specific. Sometimes it's just out of our control. Let's just say that. So like I'll be walking through Whole Foods and I'll have so much psychic activity that I have to leave Whole Foods. And she had a really similar experience that she talks about in this episode. So without further ado, I really want to get into this. And something else I wanted to say was I just wanted to thank my beautiful producer, Anna, for being so open, so vulnerable, and so wonderful as to share her heart in this episode and to share something really dear to her and her family. And it touched me so deeply. I will be thinking about it for years to come and just truly have so much love for everything that happened in this room with Teresa. And I also wanted to thank Tommy, my ex-boyfriend, who if you've been listening to the show for a long time, you've heard me talk about him because I spoke about him pretty openly in this episode. And I always just wanted to thank the people in my life for letting me 
blab on about them and intimate things in their lives, which comes along with knowing someone who has a podcast. So with that, let's get into it. You can check out Teresa at her live show. She is traveling in 2023 and you got to go check her out in person. She also has a podcast called Hey Spirit and she has many books and a TV show, The Long Island Medium. You've probably heard of it. So with that, let's get into the episode. Make sure to shop our new TBB merch to get it in time for the holidays. It is so celestial and all about the other realms that we're talking about in this episode. Let's dive on in. Okay, Teresa, I'm so happy that you're here. I've been a fan for a long time. You've been on TV for 10 years with your show, Long Island Medium. And I just want to get started by asking you, how did your gift start presenting itself in your life? So it's always been there. I didn't realize what it was. You know, growing up, I mean, since I'm four, I've been able to sense and feel things that other people didn't. I just thought it was normal that people would see someone standing at the foot of the bed at night, hear someone speak to them in a room, and there was no one else in the room but myself. Something that I've been sharing recently that I always said, I never had really the same babysitter because I can distinctly remember at the age of four telling I was my babysitter, can you tell the woman to move out in front of the television? And she was like, there's nobody standing in front of the television. (laughs) You know, and growing up, like no one ever really made a big deal about the things that I would say or do. Mm -hmm. I come from a very spiritual family. I also come from a very strong faith family. So it was something that no one ever really made a big deal about. And it wasn't until I was about, it was a year after I had my daughter, Victoria, I was 28. And my gift, which I didn't realize because I was empathic. So I would take on people's emotions, but also not realizing that I would also feel the way that someone died. So it became so debilitating that I couldn't even leave my house. And my mom asked me to go see a friend of hers who at the time taught spiritual awareness classes. And she was a spiritual healer. So I attended a few of these classes and through that class, I was able to explore. It was a safe place for me to engage in my gift. Mm -hmm. So, and then from there, it was another, oh God, another 10 years of me doing what I do. And then I was approached with the television show. That's amazing. uh, Back in 2009, yeah. 2009, the beginning of reality TV. You're an OG. Well, I always said that 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 was a crazy thing because I was like, oh, reality. I'm like, listen, I can remember the producer of the show at the time. He literally said, I just threw my rule book out the window. Whenever we arrive at Teresa's house, just have cameras rolling because we never know what's going to happen. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, because things are always happening in the in-between, especially Mm -hmm. when you're a medium. You're just picking up on energy all the time. Mm Yeah. So that's incredible. So when you were 28, you saw the spiritual teacher, and you started working on these gifts. Were there specific things that she had you do to understand how to bring your gifts forth? It was more of just meditating, quieting my mind, and really trusting what I was sensing and feeling. Mm -hmm. And then through that is how I learned. I wouldn't even use the word learned, understand what was happening to me Mm because I couldn't understand that. And what I've learned so much through going through my own discovery of my gift, that we all have that ability. I believe that each and every one of us has that ability to connect with our own loved ones that have died. And I always try to tell people, 
listen, whatever it is that goes on around you, I don't care how crazy it is, how simple it is. Even if you just think of your loved one or whatever you're doing in that moment, remind you of them, know that that's them. I say they're little hellos from heaven. Mm-hmm. I just have the ability to connect with everyone's loved ones. And listen, I still sit back and say to myself, why? How How does this happen? How do these things happen? This is crazy. There isn't a moment that I channel spirit that I am not like at one point like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, how did I even get that? Like, how did I even just say that? But what I've also learned is that it's not me. Right. This, it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's something also that people don't understand is that I just allow spirit to use my physical body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're an instrument for the energy that comes through. Right. That totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, today I want to talk about the fact that I feel like I'm always hungry. Can anyone else relate? Lately, I've been turning to protein powder to keep me feeling fuller for longer, especially when I'm out and about and in between meals. Well, Grove Plant Protein is my go-to. You guys know that. That's because it includes extra virgin olive oil powder, which keeps me fuller for longer and delivers sustained energy. And let me tell you, boy, does that olive oil powder give the protein shake a smooth, creamy texture and delicious taste. It's also gut-friendly, including prebiotic fiber and digestive enzymes. Try Wellgrove's plant-based protein powder with the unique addition of extra virgin olive oil powder and see how you feel between meals. I know that you guys will love it. And people ask me all the time, what is my go-to protein powder, especially because I'm so picky and to be TBB approved is quite challenging. So I'll tell you a couple things I love about it. I love that they're based in California because I'm here in California. I love that they're unique. So they use that olive oil powder. And I love that it's good for the gut and has prebiotic fiber and digestive enzymes. Of course, everything is all natural and it tastes really good. So I like to throw it in my blender with some spinach, with some cacao powder, with some blueberries and banana. And that's how I like to enjoy my Wellgrove. Visit wellgrovehealth.com and enter the code BALANCED at checkout for a 20% off discount. And you will also get a free protein shaker. Enjoy and cannot wait to hear what you think. Balanced at wellgrovehealth.com. Okay, who else is doing their holiday shopping right now? Because I sure am. And I'm very picky about the gifts that I like to pick out for my friends and family. So let's talk about Origins, which is the pioneering nature-infused skincare brand that has elevated gift sets that will surprise and delight everyone on your holiday shopping list. Origins creates transformative skincare with naturally derived ingredients to noticeably improve how skin looks and feels. They have a long history of commitment to our planet by reducing waste and caring for our natural resources. All of Origins holiday gift set cartons are plastic free, recyclable, and sourced from responsibly managed forests. And for every tree harvested, new trees are planted. To date, the brand has planted over 2 million trees around the world. So you can feel good about the gifts that you're giving this holiday season from Origins. I have a couple favorites that I have picked out for the people that I'm shopping for this year. I love their best sellers set, which has a little bit of everything from their active charcoal mask and the Dr. Andrew Weil Mega Mushroom Relief Treatment Lotion. You know, I love all things mushrooms and I also love Dr. Andrew Weil. Another gift set that I love is all of the masks. So it's called 
mask this way. It's a five mask starter kit. So if you have people in your life who love taking care of their skin, this is for them. It's like an at-home spa. So check out origins.com for Origins gift sets today. Available at origins.com. Hello, beautiful people. It's Renee Blewett, and I am your host for the She Did That podcast. Have you ever wondered how your favorite women founders are building these beautiful brands and legacies? Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, already on your journey, or just someone who wants to learn from the best to ever do it, this is the podcast for you. Every week, I'll introduce you to powerhouse entrepreneurs, creatives, and innovators who are carving their own paths with love, resilience, and bold ambitions. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. So what is your method of channeling? Is it very visual for you? Do you hear things? Do you really just... Well, for me, it's very different. I I don't see the way we see here in the physical world. I see shadows and silhouettes. And then I will feel like an emotional bond that someone shared with someone or how someone knew, knew someone here in the physical world. So like I could say to someone, oh, who is the mother energy for you that has died? And someone might say, oh, I didn't lose my mom, but I lost my grandmother or I lost my aunt. She was like my mom or I lost my mother-in-law. It has to, you have to have that motherly bond. And then what spirit does, then they bring me through their departure and then they make me feel what they felt as they left the physical world. So there are some times where I might be channeling someone and I might be struggling to take a deep breath, trying to clear my throat, taste blood if someone died tragically or if there was a lot of blood at the departure. And then spirit will show me the sign or the symbol of the burden or guilt that the person is carrying that is holding them back from healing. And that's honestly why I do what I do. Wow. That's so amazing. What a cool life. (laughs) Well, now, now it might seem cool. (laughs) Right. I know. No, I totally understand that. But at the time, like it was such a roller coaster. And even now, like I still at times struggle with things because it's, it's hard for me to explain. Like, I wish I had this cool thing that I could say to you, like, what happens, how it happens. It just happens. And I always feel like I know when spirit is going to channel or communicate with me because I can always feel like they kind of wipe out my own personal thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And then I literally have no thoughts of my own. Mm -hmm. They become the thoughts and feelings of the souls of the departed. And I actually did something on Dr. Oz where brain expert actually read my brain as I was reading someone. And he said to me, he goes, your brain literally flatlines. Like you, you are able to access a part of your brain that we typically don't. So for me, I was like, all right, oh, oh, that's cool. Like, okay. So everything that I felt, you know, it wasn't for me like, oh yes, we proved it. It was Mm -hmm. more of, oh yes, thank you for validating how I feel. Cause that's exactly how I felt. And it's hard to describe what happens to me. And, you know, I, I did struggle with my gift for many, many years because I couldn't understand why I would be chosen. Why was I blessed with this amazing ability? And then I struggled with, okay, this is great. God, I literally had this conversation one day. I was like, okay, God, I get it. You blessed me with this amazing ability, but who in the world is going to want to come and see a medium? Who is going to want to communicate and connect with their loved ones that have died. I could not, for the life of me, understand that. And then 9-11 happened. I was going through this at that time. And I had a spiritual experience where it was told to me in a dream that 
this was my soul's journey because there were people that were left with not knowing what happened to their loved ones, that they would not be able to move on, that people leave the physical world in such a way that us here in the physical world, we can't heal from. And that's when I put my gift in God's hands. And I said, if this is my soul's journey, if this is what I'm supposed to do here in the physical world, then I put my gift in your hands and you open the doors and I will walk through them with my gift. And here I am over 20 years later. That's amazing. Wow. That's incredible. You surrendered. And now so many people want to talk to mediums. It's a gift to be able to talk to a medium. And there's such an interest for it. But I'm sure that all those years ago, it was very taboo. It wasn't the way that it is today. No, most certainly isn't. And I think now, you know, look, we all search for something. That was Mm -hmm. one thing that one of the books that I wrote, Good Morning, it it was very interesting because I wrote that book two years before COVID. And the book is about that, you know, we suffer loss every day in our lives and we don't realize it. And we typically don't mourn those things like an argument. Did you ever think that you had to grieve the loss of an argument or a friendship or a job or retirement? Like all these little things that build up inside of us. So when something like this happens, when we lose a loved one, it's like magnified and all of these emotions come almost to a head at once. And Mm -hmm. it's almost like we're like this volcano of emotion when, when someone passes away. And then trying to understand the whys and my gift has turned it into so many different directions. I mean, I can't believe how some people pass and more importantly, what burdens people are left with. They're unthinkable. Mm -hmm. And I can't even imagine that happening to someone. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen so many challenging, painful things because it's working Mm -hmm. with death and it's working with that in-between time. And that's tough. I mean, a lot of people don't want to see those things or think about those things. So I think Mm -hmm. it's very brave work. Yeah. People always ask me, you know, do you consider this a burden? And I I consider it an honor and a privilege Mm -hmm. to be able to share my gift. Yeah. And to do this kind of work. And the fact that people trust me with the souls of their departed loved ones Mm -hmm. means the world to me. To be able to help someone to look at their tomorrow a little bit easier, not easy. You know, when it's not easy also receiving these messages because spirit kind of takes us on this emotional roller coaster of being able to feel all of the pain, the sorrow, the loss and the grief. And then in one minute, then spirit is now having me channel. They're channeling with their personality, making their loved one laugh and smile. So it really is. I refer to it as an emotional roller coaster. Yes. So how do you take care of your body after these channelings? Because you feel so much. You feel the way that people passed mm-hmm. on. You might taste blood in your mouth. What do yeah. you do to then come back into your body? Well, I've learned that the way that my, how, when I channel, the best way I could describe it to someone, it's almost like subconsciously because I feel like I was built this way. And it's almost like when I read, my physical body is like a colander and my brain is almost like spaghetti, my insides. And then all the information that spirit gives me is like water running through the colander. And it's almost like it just comes right out. And that's why I imagine it when I receive information and then I release it. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, when sometimes when I speak to someone, especially when someone is very open to what I do, I can sense and feel a lot of different things at one time. And especially if there are other people in the room with you, I don't care if there are people next door, this is 
one of the challenges <laughs> that I face at times, because a lot of times souls come through that people aren't expecting to come through. But I was brought through like so many different things. Like I first did feel a mother energy that did step forward. And I did feel like a grandmother or some type of soul in that form step forward. And then what happened though, but I felt that this was kind of removed from you. And what I mean by removed, like it could be a friend or a friend of a friend, or it could be someone in the room from you that someone did pass tragically or in some type of car accident, because I felt that I was ejected or thrown from something. So when that happens, sometimes someone is hit by a car. Like my signs and symbols have multiple meanings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone might sit back and say, anyone can lose a grandmother or of course someone lost their grandmother. Like I always use myself as an example. I didn't lose my grandparents until I was well into my Mm forties. So I was very blessed to have my grandparents a part of my life for so long. But I do feel this removing, like what kind of space are you in? Are you like in a building or are there other rooms next to you? Because And I have no idea where you are, but I feel like I want to go like outside of wherever you are. And I want I want to like go somewhere else. And I keep seeing this tragedy. And there is also someone that departed where they took something that caused or attributed to their departure as well. Mm. So there were two souls that stepped forward with that information. Wow. Yeah, I'm in a building. There's a lot of people here. We're in the podcast. I mean, I, I can't literally. Yeah, no, I'm you looking can at only you. see a white me. wall. Like, yeah. I'm in my closet, for God's sakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have a beautiful closet. Oh, my God. It looks like a kitchen. It's so pretty in there. Yeah. So there's plenty of people. My producer is sitting in the room. And I went, did you, Anna, did you know anyone close to you who passed in a car accident? Not in a car accident. Maybe it's someone else in this building. It, it could be someone else, honestly, yeah. in a building. It's a, There's a young male that's a part. But who passed that took something? or that cause or attributed, whatever they took cause or attributed to their departure. Mm -hmm. I I did have a friend who passed from heroin, drug use. So when when a soul steps forward and they take responsibility for their departure, it does not mean that they intentionally took their own life. Mm -hmm. What it is, is that they take responsibility for their actions, sometimes even a non-action, like if someone was diabetic and they ate chocolate every day they would take responsibility for that passing, not wanting us to feel that we could have or should have been able to prevent the passing in any way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But why do I feel like they separated themselves from you? Well, or did you not know the extent or what they were doing? I didn't know the extent. This was like my my ex-boyfriend, who I'm still very close with. This was his best friend and my ex. They were all doing a lot of drugs together. And I didn't know the extent. And that's what happened. So now you understand why I felt removed. Do Mm -hmm. you understand that it was no one directly connected to you as Mm -hmm. far as like a cousin or a family member, but then removed? It's interesting because I'm doing this a very, very long time. Souls do not typically come forward and say they didn't know what I was doing or the extent. That's not something because I almost feel like Because he keeps showing me this like separation. So now usually a separation for me, like if they show me East Coast, West Coast, it could be like emotional, geographical, communication. Mm -hmm. But I felt like, oh, so let me ask you this. Your Mm ex-boyfriend, he's clean now or sober? Yes, recently. Mm -hmm. Because the, 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 the soul just stepped forward and handed me a coin and said, please tell him congratulations from me. Oh, it's going to make me cry. Yes. That's so beautiful. 
But I also feel like because because of you, in a sense, the way that you are, the way that even though you weren't together and you might have separated yourself from him, Mm -hmm. you were still such a big part of his healing Mm -hmm. and allowing him to find his journey, find his place on his own. And that's something that I feel was important because you, I don't know how to explain this because I've never had this before. When I say I've never had something before, I love to share it with people so they understand, especially in this way, when we have a soul that leaves the physical world in a tragic way or before we feel their time, it validates the strength of the soul on how strong their soul is, on describing exactly how you allowed them to move through and to be sober or clean. Mm-hmm. Wow. And how do you connect with the number two? Is he sober for two years, two months? You connect with the month of February? Well, or unless he's sober someone for, has passed. Oh my God. Has it been two years? Wait, I think it has been two years. I thought it was, I think it's been two years. Yeah. Because my job is always to validate. Like, mm-hmm. I also understand that there might be common things that spirit might have me say. And I am the first one to say that what I do is crazy. How can someone communicate with someone that is like, no matter how spiritual we are? Like, I even second guess things. Like, right. it just happened this morning. I unfortunately lost my cousin last night to a battle of lung cancer. I'm sorry. And she kept coming to me this morning. And she's like, tell my brother that I did come to you and that I am okay. And I'm like, Carol, I am not telling him this. He's not going to. And I literally texted him saying, Carol wants me to tell you that you're wondering if she came to me. And he goes, oh, my God. Yes, I was sitting here just saying. So, like, I always say, like, my family gets screwed all the time out of messages. Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Still, and this is what I do for a living. We second guess the things that we see, we feel, right? Mm hmm. So I think it's important that maybe this is for someone who's listening that was thinking of going to a medium or maybe they had an experience in like that was very generic. You know, yes, there might be. But I always say that it's not my fault or spirit's fault that there are only so many different ways that people can die. Right. And common burdens and guilts that we might carry. So that's why I always ask spirit to channel in a little bit different way with that personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about things that we wouldn't know about mm-hmm. that. Well, we feel that they wouldn't know about things that happened years ago. Yes. But I feel like that this has to be said, because I feel like that your life since the, his departure or since you were together with your ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. has been completely different. Mm-hmm. And that you have found kind of this peace within you, but you have allowed someone. So are you with someone? I should ask. Yes, I <laughs> am. They show me that you've you've been able to open up yourself again to allow yourself to be loved the way that you deserve to be. And it's like really like, how do I say like like no conditions? It's simply unconditional love. And it's like we take each day as it comes mm-hmm. and we love, honor, and respect each other. Exactly. That's exactly wow. right. Yeah, my husband, unconditional oh, love. Oh, you're married. Wait, first married. of all, how old are you? You look like you're 12. But <laughs> oh anyway, I'm 32. You might not appreciate that now, no, but when I you're 55 it. at my age, you'll be like, yes, I look 12. <laughs> no, I'm so happy to hear that. I'm I'm 32. I have a baby. I have a husband. And well, I do feel loved unconditionally, where my previous yeah. relationship, the person who passed on, best friend, 
we had a deep love for each other. We still do, but it was a very young relationship. There was a lot of turmoil. There was a lot of drugs and it was very painful. Yeah, it was toxic. And he's he's happier now too. But yeah, everything you're picking up on is completely accurate. But there's this point of where they want to take responsibility for their actions and choices Mm -hmm. because I feel that it's important because they made me feel like they never took responsibility for anything here in the physical world. Mm -hmm. So it's important that the soul has learned and is still learning the lessons of taking responsibility for that. Yeah. Do you understand the tattoo? So did someone get a tattoo in memory of him or there was talk about a tattoo? I think there was talk about a tattoo and I'm sure many of their friends probably did get tattoos. I think my ex was going to get the tattoo, but he didn't. So that was definitely a conversation. So to a soul, the thought of wanting to do something like that means the world to spirit. It means as if we actually did it. And Mm -hmm. I just asked him, I go, why is this happening? And he looked at me and said, because he, meaning your ex-boyfriend, he needs this right now. Oh, wow. Almost like he needs that to feel that support from him from the other side. Because I feel like they were thick as thieves. Definitely. (laughs) That's how he made me feel. Yes. No, absolutely. And I can't wait to share this with him. He's going to be very happy. But but I also feel like he, there there should never be, I'm going to, now he's going to have to interpret this how he feels. I can only share with you what he showed me and tell you my meanings for it, but it's going to be up to him to place it on how it fits on how he feels. So when a soul puts me in a car and they switch my seat, that's my symbol for where we carry some type of survivor's guilt. Like that should have been me. Mm-hmm. That never should have been them. Oh yeah. That's definitely how he feels. And that's definitely what he has said. Because I said to him, I need you to validate for him that this is why this is happening. And he says, I need him to be able to release the survivor's guilt wow. to me and not to carry that bird. Did you just kind of get like a chill yes. or like a goosebump? Oh, no, my God. I asked I asked him to move through you to validate his soul's presence. But more importantly, that I interpreted everything correctly. Oh, my God. I had just had the biggest wave of chills right before you said that. That is crazy and amazing. So know that that's a gift that he'd like to give him. So how Mm -hmm. someone can do that. And again, this might be something for someone listening that if we carry any type of baggage, I use the term burden or guilt. It's really any type of negative emotion that we place on ourselves that make us feel bad or sad about ourselves. We can even do this with the living. Mm -hmm. We can imagine them standing in front of us with a suitcase open at the bottom of their feet. Any of those negative emotions, spirit encourages us to put those thoughts, feelings, and emotions in this suitcase and close it up and hand it back to them with love. And if it is someone here in the physical world, hand them back the suitcase and say, these are your burdens. Your guilt's not mine. Wow. That's powerful. I love that. I'm still in awe. I still have chills from what just happened. I'm I'm in awe. That was so beautiful and just so perfect, truly. Wow. How old your child, do they kind of see things or like point to things that aren't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's only 11 months. He's baby, baby. But I know he's connected to realms beyond. 
So know that what he, because they're showing me my granddaughter. She's going to be nine months old and she's always waving. She waves. Yes, exactly. And she literally says hi, Uh like to the air. Yeah. (laughs) So I always know she's saying hi to my loved one and I'll say your name and then she'll smile and then wave and say hi again. Oh, wow. So know that when he does that, know that he's sensing and feeling the souls of the departed Mm -hmm. that are watching over. Who was he named after or for? Either form of a name, middle name, or an initial? Yeah, his middle name is after two very special people. One is my husband's grandfather, Saul. And the other is my brother-in-law's grandfather, also Saul. And he, my brother-in-law's grandfather, was very much like a grandfather to me. I mean, he's like my everything. Dabadoo is what we called him. And then my husband's grandfather everything to him. So so know that as I was explaining that, know that the soul stepped forward to validate that they held his soul before coming here into the physical world and that they know of him and he is sensing and feeling the souls. Wow. So children sometimes grow out of it. Sometimes they don't, um, mm-hmm. like myself. <laughs> yeah. How can we preserve that in our kids? It, you know, it's hard because what happens is, you know, why young children and animals are very spiritually connected is because they're not bogged down with burdens, guilt. We kind of like when we see things that, well, who's the, who's the mom that passed? Who's the mother energy? I mean, it could be my mom's mom, my dad's mom. Okay. Who's, who else is in the room with you? Anna, do you connect to this? Um, yeah, Yeah, her mom passed. Okay, because I just because you were saying grandmother and I'm like, okay, that's okay. And Uh then I kept hearing spirit kept pushing me like, no, no, say it again. Say it again. So your producer, her mom departed. Mm -hmm. So know that she steps forward. And is she gone for some time? Her mom? Yeah. um, Like 13 years. 13 years. Because she showed me my symbol for where she where the your producer. What Mm -hmm. is her name? Her name's Anna. Anna. Mm-hmm. Anna might feel that her mom has missed out. So when a soul shows me like someone young and then they grow and it's, this is just my symbol, whether graduation, wedding, birth of a child, whatever it may be, it's validating that her mom has not missed out, that she has lived life through her eyes and wants to thank her for honoring her every step of her milestones. Wow. So now, did she get married since her mom departed? No, but I'm She's in a long-term relationship, not married. But, okay, so know that she knows of it because she kept lifting up a bottom of a dress and sewing a heart-shaped lace in it. That's just my symbol for where someone includes someone in their very special day, whether it's Uh an engagement or a wedding or even if she talked about wedding, validating that her mom is present for that. Does she connect with the breathing with the mom? She just labored my chest and I had difficulty breathing. Yeah, last months of her life, she was, you know, in hospice and that was kind of a, a, a challenge. Mm-hmm. So know that she says, I don't want you to remember me in this way. I want you to remember me being able to breathe full of life. And I feel like that you have this picture of her. And this, can we just talk about this for a minute? I can't even see Anna. I have wow. no I idea that she's even in the room. We just, the I know. Do you want to come over here and share the mic? Yeah, we, <laughs> I'm like, we need, this, this is, is too crazy. special. This is too special. She's coming in. But this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't even, wait, was she in another room? No, she's here. She's in the room, but yeah, behind a little but it's, wall. Okay. 
but it just validates on how spirit was making me feel like I needed to go beyond something. Yes. Okay. Hop in. She's here. She's coming in. This is one of the reasons why I say I'm good at what I do, because even though things might not make sense, mm-hmm. but we might, we might not feel that we understand it, spirit has a much bigger plan for us sometimes. Oh, definitely. Well, I'm thrilled that Hello. this is happening. This is <laughs> Hi, Anna. nice to now meet you, Now she can Anna. get your messages directly. Yes. Well, because I just, I feel like it's so important because your mom is like literally like jumping up and down. And so when souls jump up and down, first thing for me is that they can move freely on the other side. So know that any disability and our ailment that your mom had, she left with the physical body. She did not take with her. And she says, and I want my daughter to know that how proud I am of her. And there is not one moment that I ever or could have been disappointed in her. She says, I never want you to feel that way. She says, and I don't want you to feel that. And and I'm going to hypothetical this, Anna, in a way of that if I say to you, like your mom showed me, like, I would not have wanted you to make any different choices or decisions because I was going to die. So let's hypothetically say if, oh, I never would have went off to college or I never would have went on vacation or I would have spent more time with my mom if I knew that she was really going to die because your mom made me feel like even though you knew that she was sick, it never really sunk in or like you really like, oh my God, my mom is going to die. Like she might not be here. Does that make sense? Oh, a hundred percent. I, I'm, I'm flooded with emotion because my, so my brother who's, he's eight years older and he was struggling at the time he was in college and he was struggling with the decision of whether or not to move home and she, you know, she put that energy forward and was like, I don't want you, I want you to live your life and live life for me and through me. So that's, yeah, resonates a lot. That's definitely her. <laughs> Amazing. And she just said to me, she goes, why would she question it to me? She goes, I, oh, this, <laughs> this is funny. So now I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. I don't connect with spirit in that way. So she literally just said to me, I came to my daughter in a dream and I told her that I was okay. <laughs> that true? Yeah. I've, especially recently I've had. Shut up. Yeah. See this, I don't connect with spirit. This is what I do for a living. I don't connect with them in that way. I don't dream in that way. So know that when you had that dream and a lot of times a dream might not make any sense, but what you remember is them vividly. Yeah. Sometimes someone, it might just be for a split second, but they're happy, they're healthy, they're smiling a lot. Sometimes people might actually embrace their loved one and they might have a conversation. Whatever happened in that moment, know that that was a visitation from your mom's soul and her soul showing you that she was okay. And then she just, I watched her lean over and kiss you. And she said, don't worry, you will not get sick like me. I don't want you to worry. Because she keeps having me do body scans on you and body scans. And I'm like, I don't say anything. I don't say anything. She goes, tell my daughter that. Your mom's very funny, very (laughs) animated and very to the point. (laughs) That was her personality? Yeah, she was, um, she, she lights up any room, still does. She says, I want you to know I am so proud of the woman you've become. Thank you. And this means the most. And I was not expecting this, but I'm so grateful for you being able to share that. Well, wait one second. Did Do you wear your mom's clothes? Um, I, I wear her jewelry. 
I'm actually wearing her earrings right now. Oh my oh. gosh. Yeah. That's so special. Mm-hmm. But are they not style? Like, I don't know what they are. Like she made, she showed me, this is what she showed me. So what happens is when a soul says something to me, I interpret it too. You understand it. And they show it to me again. It means that it has more meaning. Okay. So I can't even see that you have earrings on. You're wearing mm-hmm. headphones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But she made me feel like when she originally showed me like this article of clothing, she's like, do you believe she wears it? She goes, it's not even in style, but it still looks cool, right? A, yeah, I have a sweater, a cashmere sweater of hers that I wear. <laughs> it's not this one, but <laughs> it is from like, uh, she still always wear like Jagger or Jaeger, however you pronounce it. That was like super popping back in the 80s. And I was going to say, yeah. if she brings up back <laughs> in the day in the 80s, the yeah. reading's over. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. Oh my god! I'm only kidding. But how it made. But here it is. You were still able to connect with. You're literally wearing the earrings yeah. that I can't even see. But then reminding you of this article of clothing that really isn't in style, but it still looks fabulous because I feel like that's how she's making me feel. Like everything I owned was fabulous. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she can make anything look fabulous. So I, I stand by that and. Now, uh, yeah, I will wear it tomorrow in her honor. Oh, so special. Oh so my special. God. I didn't mean to. No, <laughs> keep it going. This is way more exciting than anything this else is, going but, on. But this is the point. Like, I don't have control. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I understood that. And like what I was explaining to you earlier, like the day I put my gift in God's hands. And, and I'm, I, you know, and I say that because that's just what I embrace, what, what I believe in. I believe as long as we believe in an, a higher power, I want people to understand that there truly is an afterlife and that they do have that connection with their loved ones. And that's it. Mm-hmm. If anyone walks away from listening to this, th- this episode on your podcast of feeling maybe their loved one a little bit more, anything more than that, then I feel that that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. I just think it's such a, it's such a gift. It, it really is. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I firmly believe that there's no such thing as too many coincidences. And I just think it's like, now that I'm kind of like absorbing everything that you're saying, like with the earrings, there was a time like a few years ago where we were on a trip and I lost them. And I realized when I was on the flight that they were gone and, you know, the hotel was not letting us know if they had them or not. And I was just there was too many things aligned that I felt like her coming through because our, we were delayed on the taxiway. Had that not happened, this woman sitting next to me that I did not know wouldn't have tapped me on the shoulder and said, I'm so sorry to be to overhear, but I'm actually a French translator, an American who like speaks fluent French. Do you, I hear that you're like struggling. Do you want me to talk to the hotel? Oh. And she was on the phone with them for 45 minutes. Had our plane like been on time, that would have never happened they ended up, you know, admitting that they had it. You know, she had, she arranged for her cousin to come pick them up. And I like was just in shock. And I was like, I can't thank you enough. And she said to me, your mom would be really proud of you. So and those are the earrings I'm wearing. So it's just like a lot of very like, yeah, it, it, she comes through in that way. And I've had that experience before. So that's why it's very moving and meaningful. Absolutely. And it doesn't always have to be a sign of, say, a dream or a butterfly or a rainbow. Just simply, you had that feeling, Anna, that your mother was present, Mm -hmm. that her soul had something to do with this. That's a sign. 
I say that they're little hellos from heaven. It's validation. Whatever it is that we feel, know that it's real. Know that it is our loved ones. Even that little gut instinct that we get, never veer from that. No, I said that's our little Jiminy Cricket and that's our loved ones guiding us. Don't veer from that. So beautiful. Wow. That was the coolest thing ever. Do you want me to stay? Yeah, stay. Let's chat. Well, okay, we'll we'll both chat with you. So it turns out everything that you know about probiotics might be wrong. I know that probiotic tortilla chips sounded way too good to be true. (laughs) The good news is Seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic is the real deal. I have been such a fan of Seed ever since I've gotten the opportunity to work with them a couple years back. And ever since then, you guys, I just can't do another probiotic. I have been so excited about Seed because they are a broad spectrum plant-based prebiotic and a 24-strain probiotic formulated for digestive, gut immune, and additional systemic benefits. So if you've taken a probiotic before and haven't really felt a difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract. So seed is designed differently, and that's why it actually works. So it does make it to the end of the small intestine for delivery into the colon. A lot of probiotics don't, and that's why probiotics tend to get some flack from time to time. It supports the benefits in and beyond the gut. Seed will support ease of bloating, healthy regularity, and ease of evacuation if you know what I mean, but it will also support your gut barrier, your skin health, your heart health, and your micronutrient synthesis. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash balanced blonde and use code balanced blonde to redeem 20% off your first month of seeds DSO1 daily symbiotic. That is seed.com slash balanced blonde and use code balanced blonde. So I just finished packing for my trip to Carmel and I packed all of the baby's stuff in base. So people always say it's about the journey, not the destination. And they're right. Getting there effortlessly is what it's all about. So if you are an overpacker like me, you got to be efficient. We've got to learn how to be efficient here. And base covers it all. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip. No problem. A couple extra pairs of clothes for your cute little baby who has the best work wardrobe, bring it all with base. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell, my favorite ever, to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. I got the super cute pink color, and I have to say, it's my favorite piece of luggage I've ever had. I'm not kidding. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage from 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, thank you, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for short trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash blonde. Go to basetravel.com slash blonde for 15% off your first purchase. That is B-E-I-S travel.com slash blonde. Enjoy.
have a question based off of everything yeah. that you just said. And I agree mm-hmm. with you. The spirit realm is so real and the afterlife is so real. And I'm just wondering, based off of all your experiences, do you have any sense of where we go in that next realm? Like, do you have you ever heard from the spirits? What's it like? Well, they've shown me that there's different levels, there's different dimensions. And I always say, I'll find out when I get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> because, I'm so curious. I just like want to know now. <laughs> well, well, you know what is what I why I I even where I came to realize that as well is because everything, especially the way that I communicate with spirit is through my life experience, my interpretation. So if they show me, for example, when they want to show me something so peaceful and tranquil, they'll bring me to this waterfall where there's this little like babbling brook and it's just so peaceful. There's beautiful white flowers and lilies, right? So that's my vision of peace. Mm -hmm. Is that an actual level that they're showing me? I don't know. So Mm -hmm. that's why I say, we'll find out when we get there. People always say, well, how could this be? What is it like? And I would say like, imagine our bodies also as like, a piece of dry ice. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, you know how dry ice, when it dissipates, if you see it, and then it just kind of disintegrates into the air, but it's still there. Mm -hmm. We just can't see it. The soul lives on. Yes. And do you believe in multiple lifetimes? I I do. Mm -hmm. And do you believe that we travel in soul families? Yes, I do. So your children, who I know you're very Mm -hmm. close with, do you feel you've had past lives with them? Yes. I don't know the exact past lives, but I can tell you a story about when I did a past life regression and I was a young man and I was frantically looking for my brother in a, in a house fire. And when I got him out of the house fire, it was, I, 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 I can remember it as if it was yesterday. And this is over 20 years ago. I had, I was wearing these overalls and these like really baggy, like pants was like, like centuries. I don't even know how long ago it was decades ago. And when I grabbed a hold of my younger brother, the woman said to me, she says, now look into the eyes of your younger brother and who do you see? And it was my nephew who was just born. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so powerful. So like, and you can't even say, but like here I was in this moment in this, I don't, I wasn't even conscious. And I woke up and I was like, oh my God, my nephew, my nephew was just born. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, I have that sense that we travel in soul families and that we're Mm -hmm. all reunited. And then the different levels that you talked about and the different dimensions, do you feel like a soul reaches a level where they no longer come back to this earth? Yeah, so in one of my regressions that I did, I had a spiritual experience with one of my spirit guides. And I was told that this is my last journey here in the physical world. My soul will not Mm re-enter after this journey. Wow. That's so powerful. And does yeah. that make you feel happy, sad, neutral? Um, I, you know, I don't think I ever really thought about it. I mean, when I was younger, I was so afraid of death. But I think we fear what we don't know. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understood that as well. I am still afraid of the dark. I am 55 and I still sleep with a nightlight on. <laughs> Love so it. I don't think I will ever get over that. Uh-huh. But listen, I don't want to die but I don't know if I am necessarily afraid to die because I know I will be greeted by my loved ones that have gone before me. And I know there is a place for us because there's, I mean, 
like, I'm still sitting here saying, how the heck did this just happen with Anna? Like the first soul I saw was a mother energy. Yeah, it's so and amazing. I, and I felt removed. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was someone in a room with you. I didn't even know you were in a building. It's, these are the things that I sit back and I'm like, this is crazy. It's so crazy. And this is what I do for a living. I know. And I love that it still feels like a pinch me moment to you because it is. It's every time. I mean, it's otherworldly. It's so cool. Anna, do you have any questions about it? Yeah. Do you ever feel like overwhelmed in situations where there's like too much energy going on that you have to like sift through or how do you how do you kind of like navigate that? So a lot of times that happens when I'm doing a live show, because sometimes there's thousands of people in the audience and I literally place myself in the audience. I don't stay on the stage. I allow spirit to guide me through the space and have me stop. Where I feel overwhelmed is I could be looking at, now spirit will have me looking right at someone, talking to someone and saying, did you lose so-and-so and did this happen? And they are like a deer in headlights because they can't believe it's happening. And I might have five other people going, no, it's me over here. It's me. It's me. That's when it becomes, if you want to interpret it as overwhelming, because I have to kind of push those souls aside. And what it is, is it doesn't mean that it's not their loved one. Spirit needs me or wants me to speak to this particular person. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if people also understand that. You know, I allow spirit to guide my physical body through a space and have me stop and just be stuck in this spot. So that those are times that becomes overwhelming. When I am doing a live show and there is one tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. Just recently, I was in Canada and every soul that I went to, it was either murder or suicide. And that was for two hours. I And, you know, what people don't realize, spirit actually brings me through the departure. So I feel, even though it's for a split second, like with your mom, I could feel like I had difficulty breathing. But it, I know that it's a soul like just trying to get my attention. But imagine going through, and I can channel up to 20, 30 souls in two hours, mm-hmm. sometimes 40. It depends on how fast I can move the energy on how open people are to receiving the messages. So imagine going through that. Yeah. So those things become, but I feel like those, it's all part of what I do. Yeah. Do you have anything that you do like to protect your own energy so that- Oh, you- all the time. Yeah. I- Every minute through the day, I could just go into a store, uh, especially before I read. Say I even had, I didn't know I was going to read today, but I always sage. I always have my Palo Santo, my sage. I always sage. I always protect myself in God's white light because it's always pure and the highest good of all concerns. Mm-hmm. And I only want to feel or deliver information that is going to help someone. Absolutely. And do you have people come to you who want to hear from a specific person, like, can you kind of direct the energy in that way or do they? No, no. I can't. Oh, that's interesting. I'm just, yeah. yeah. Listen, I wish I could just go up to someone. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I wish it was easy. Right. Oh, who do you want to talk to? Like literally people don't ask me a thing. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me a question. Spirit does all the talking. They do all the guiding. You know, a lot of times I'll be reading, especially at a live show, someone will bring someone as a guest to one of my live shows and they'll be like, I'll be like, well, your mother's telling me that you didn't even come to get read. You came for support with your wife. And they're like, yeah, I have no idea who you are. I don't believe in this stuff. And they're getting life-changing messages from their loved ones. So that's very cool. Yeah. I was wondering about that because I have this gift and I feel I could learn a lot from you. You are Mm -hmm. many, many, many 
years deeper into it than I am, but it's something that I am very passionate about. But the part that's been hard for me is if I do know someone who their mother has passed or they they want a, a specific message, I wish I could give it to them. And for me, it also doesn't really, it doesn't really work that way. Right. And that's what I don't think people, I mean, listen, mm-hmm. I joke around and I say, I wish that was it. Cause I would have asked spirit for the lotto numbers 20 years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But I think what had helped me the most with my gift was that once I put it in God's hands and realized that this doesn't have anything to do with me. If a soul is getting your attention, they're getting your attention for a reason. Yeah. And sometimes people don't realize the littlest things that they hear can be life-changing. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, I don't know how you, and you have to understand how you see, feel, and hear energy or souls. That's the way you connect. Everyone is different. So one of my main things were I would feel the way someone died. So a lot of times I would head out to the store. And once I'm, I'm in the store for a little bit, I would find myself bolting from the store because I couldn't stay there. And when I was learning through my gift, I decided I happened to be in Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. And I was in the aisle and all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. And I literally felt like I was having a heart attack and I was going to pass out. And I started talking to myself and I said, I would say to myself, be gone. You are not of me because I was letting the souls know. I know that you're there. You're letting me feel this. I am not channeling right now. And I just kept feeling this. And then about 10 seconds later, this woman walks up to me and I kept hearing in my head, the ones on the left, the ones on the left. So I'm on the shelf. I'm looking at the ones on the left. I'm like, this isn't what I wanted. And this woman comes up to me, an older woman. And she says to me, she says, excuse me. She says, which sheets do you like? And I said, I heard the ones on the left. So I said, oh, these, the ones here. And she says, oh, those are the ones that my husband would have picked. She said, he just died last month unexpectedly of a heart attack and trying to change the room because he died in the bedroom, but still keep him apart. She says, I'm going to buy these. And they were the sheets on the left. So, (laughs) so wild. Yeah. So it's like little things. So then that's how I learned that when I felt that way, that that means someone passed from the chest, heart, lungs, or chest. Mm -hmm. There was another time. Um, I was at the counter at Bloomingdale's and this woman, I also I kept smelling this perfume and I heard, tell my daughter, you love her perfume. And I kept seeing a bouquet of primary balloons. So I said, oh, I said, I love your perfume. What is that? And the woman started to cry. And she said, it's actually my mom's perfume. And I always told my mom that I hated it. And today is her birthday. So I wore it in honor of her for her birthday. And the woman had, this was before Long Island Medium. It was, so I I feel messages and little things come in small packages Mm -hmm. a lot of times. And we don't even realize by just saying something like that to someone can change someone's world or life in that moment or make them feel good. Mm -hmm. That's so true. And do you feel this gift is hereditary? Like, are your kids very open and spiritual? Mm -hmm. Yes, I believe my, my grandmother used to soul travel. She used to actually leave her physical body. She would explain certain times where she could would watch herself and she could feel her soul leave her body. Very spiritually connected, my, my family, actually both sides of the family. And I do believe it's hereditary, but I also believe that we all have that gifts. Mm-hmm. Do I believe that ability? But do some have it stronger than others? Absolutely. And I say this because just because someone is very intuitive 
gets things, feels things, it doesn't mean that they have to do then what I do. True. And I, you know, because it's it's not easy. I tell people I make what I do look very easy. It's you do. Not. I, but I'm just, you know why? Because I'm just being me. Yeah. I don't know how to be anything else but this. Growing up, I would I would say to my mom, I don't feel right. I feel different than everyone else. I don't feel like I belong here. And my mom actually said to me one day, she's like, well, stop feeling that way. You're not adopted. You belong to this family because then you could understand that feeling, right? And then I would, I just always had this feeling that something was missing so deep in my soul. I always felt different and I, I didn't understand it. And until I embraced my gift is when my soul felt complete. Mm-hmm. And, and and here I was, my, my ex-husband at the time, he survived a brain tumor. I, I had two beautiful children. My grandparents were still alive, my parents. And very blessed. I had every blessing that this world had to offer. And until I embraced my gift is when I felt complete. And I think that's such a powerful message because I think a lot of times we might feel that way. And I, I say that that's up to us to find who God intended us to be, no matter mm-hmm. what it is. So true. I relate to that. I feel that way. And I feel when we're not listening to those gifts in full, our bodies will tell us or our mm-hmm. minds will tell us. So I've had a yeah. lot of chronic sicknesses because I think it's my soul just continuing to show me you're still not listening. We can't believe you're still not listening, <laughs> but uh, it's hard to listen sometimes. I, I hear that sometimes when I'm drinking the wine, my body's telling me you oh, shouldn't yeah. be drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, totally. Wow. This was so amazing. Oh my God. I have to ask you, what is your zodiac sign? Oh, Gemini. Oh, you're a Gemini. I love yeah. it. Air sign. Yes. Air. air sign. I'm a Libra. Mm. Anna's an Aries. Fire. Mm-hmm. Anna, do you have any further questions? Anna uh, is absorbing all yeah, of it. Yeah, that was special but, enough for many. Oh yeah, my God, that was incredible. Thank you so much. I. Well, where are you guys from? I'm from Sacramento. We're here in LA. I live in LA now. I'm from Seattle oh. originally. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be in January. I'm always in California on the West Coast doing live shows. Mm-hmm. So if there's a show that you'd like, guys like to come to, reach out. I'd love to have you meet you in person. Love to have you as a guest. We would love to come. Oh my God, please. Yes, we'll find out your LA dates and it would be so fun. We we should go. That would be the best. What a gift. And like I told you, I've been your fan since day one of your show. I've always been into this stuff and it was just thrilling to know that you were coming on the podcast today. So thank you. But what an honor. And I'm a little taken aback by that, you know, that you've been... So I, I I don't like to use the word fan, like support what I do. And because without people like you, I wouldn't be able to continue to do what I do. So I appreciate you very much. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you. This yes. was amazing. Thank you so much. So if I could help you, I mean, I, I always say I'm not an expert, <laughs> but I encourage people just to quiet your mind mm-hmm. and just it's almost like whatever you get. Do uh, what? Do why do I keep seeing a pen? Do you do you do automatic writings? I do. I do automatic oh. writing. Love it. And I'm also working on two books, rather slowly. But yeah, the pen yeah. is a big part <laughs> of my life. So yeah. Yes. So they show me that you you do auto, you channel because I asked. Oh, how does she feel spirit the most? Mm-hmm. And they showed me through the pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the things that I write are not 
mine. I mean, they're not from here. That's for sure. Yeah. And um, no, that's amazing that you just saw that. Yeah, so it's amazing. Cool. So I, I feel like just keep embracing that and mm-hmm. just and I, I feel like you're so past the point of I think we always question things yeah. that aren't quote unquote normal. But I always say who decided what normal talking so to dead people is normal for me. You know, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's so true. And then another question: Was your spiritual teacher who you went to see was it Pat Longo? Yes, I thought so. I had a reading with Pat Longo a few years ago, and I remember her saying that she was your teacher at some point. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are you still in contact? Very dear with friends her? of the family. Mm-hmm. My grandparents and her parents knew each other, and my mom and her went to school. It was just. But I had that problem of trusting. Yeah. So for Pat to be placed in my life, I was extremely, extremely thankful and fortunate to have her in my life. Yeah. No, she was wonderful. Wow. I thought so. And I just wanted to bring that around because it was a small world. Yeah. Well, you are amazing. We could talk to you forever. We definitely are going to come to your live show. So we'll find out the dates and everyone listening Check out the live show, the tour, your books, your podcast. You're doing such incredible work in the world. Yes. Thank you. And I do have a hotline for the podcast. Oh, tell us. It's 1-866-T-Caputo. Okay. But what happened after that was that people were saying, I don't live in the United States. (laughs) I don't know what that is. So Uh it's it's 1-866-822-822. Seven, eight, eight, six. Okay. So people listening can actually call in and get a chance to do a reading with you. Yeah. I always say, leave a message. You never know. Someone might just call you back. That's so cool. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're so amazing. You made our entire day. You're such an inspiration. And this was so special. Well, thank you. You have amazing energy and it was an honor and a privilege to be a part of your podcast and I thank you you very much thank you we'll talk soon awesome thank you bye thank you you too oh my god that was incredible oh my god I am speechless that was so special thank you you. No, that was meant I to be. It. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.